Welcome to RGM. Are you in a band? Come and join us. Simply click on the RGM submission page, submit your music, and we'll sort the rest. Hello. We're here on a Sunday. Thought we'd surprise you a day early this week. There's a reason for it. We'll come to it all. Let's not rush into it. Yeah, welcome to a new edition of the podcast on a Sunday. Usually it's Monday, but we just thought we'd try a different day. You know, Monday can be quite a hectic day. People don't like Mondays. You wake up, you've had a heavy weekend. You can't be asked. Last thing you want to do is have to do all the stuff than you travel to work so here we are on a gentle sunday joining you in a more relaxed environment here at the rgm podcast sponsored by ditto how are you doing guys you are a nice one well yeah i hope you've had a nice weekend of live music entertainment comedy i've spent uh, the weekend in sheffield Roll on the Floor comedy that I'll talk about next week. Love that place. Uh, but last week I went to uh, I went to I went to Atmer in Manchester uh, to the virtual pub crawl live. What a great event that is! It, it, it's an event that started in lockdown, um, and it was basically a virtual pub crawl. So people would on, on Twitter use this hashtag, follow people around, and you know go to each other's house. It's like a pub crawl. A place for pe- a safe place for people to uh, speak and meet new people, have a chat, have a drink online, and it all stemmed from you know how being lonely on uh, through lockdown and not being able to go out. So they did this live gig where they did a raffle for raising uh, raising great money for charity and all that kind of stuff. Um, so yeah, it was it was a great night. I saw Sam Shiner, I saw Jen Dixon, who I've got on my RGM live gig as well, which was strange, which I'll tell you about as well soon. But yeah, great gig, great people, nice to be around everybody again. Uh, But this week, ladies and gentlemen, it's a brand new podcast, and today's guest is a troublemaker. Mm Mm-hmm. Simon Brodkin, ladies and gentlemen. Quite a, you know, it's all happened all that last minute. Uh, I had an email about his tour, his comedy tour that he's doing. So I just sent an email back saying, can we interview him for the podcast? Um, so after, you know, going back and forth a little bit, we've made it happen. So it kind of all happened last minute and, and Zoom's doing me head and it keeps crashing. But, you know, we, we, we crack on. And if you're not too familiar with the name, Simon's the guy that does the comedy characters, Lee Nelson. He's the guy that is the, the world-famous prankster, the guy that chucked uh, golf balls with swash stickers on at Donald Trump during his presidency. Just proper a guy with balls, and I wanted to have a chat with him. I've seen clips of his comedy stuff, and I'm, and, and I'm, I'm really digging it, and I think you will do too. Great guest. Talk about his new tour. His comedy, uh, comedy characters. The old social media debate cancel culture in comedy as well we discuss all that 
it's all go. Great chat. Last minute. Not too much time to pre- prepare. Uh, but it was great. So, are you ready for a chat? Ladies and gentlemen, currently on tour. In a town or city near you. You can grab a ticket within the description of this podcast. It is Simon Brodkin, the troublemaker, on tour. Okay, cool. I've given us a nicer background. Now about there that. we go, there we go. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a brand new podcast. I'm here, Carl Maloney, for another week of music and entertainment. Uh, and I told you we were going to have more comedians on the podcast. Last week we had Scott Bennett, an amazing headliner. And this week we've got Simon Brodkin. Hi, mate. How are you doing? You all right? I'm good, fella. I always like the... Nor- I'm going to sound patronising as anything here, mate, but that Northern accent, it, it's <laughs> it's nice. I love... My, 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 the whole of my dad's side's from Manchester. Oh, okay. And there's just something nice and welcoming. Yes. And... Um, it's it's uh, it's a nicer vibe. What can I say? I hope that doesn't come across as the wrong way. As Not a at all. Going, Isn't it sweet? Not like, at all. It, it's it's a nice vibe. It's a nice bounce. <laughs> it's uh, it's it's there's too much fuck you with the whole London vibe. So uh, <laughs> and, I, I, and it is a cliche, but Good. boy, it ha- I was in. I can't remember where I was on tour, and I went into the this this little um this nice little cafe place yeah. and ordered a large tea. Some peppermint thing. That's and is this like. up north or down south? This is up north. Right. And the guy said to me, I said, can I have extra large? He goes, you know what? We overcharge <laughs> for the extra large. Right. I'm going to give you for a small. And I'm just like, oh, my God, that would <laughs> never. That is, are you reading out the Northern stereotype book here? It's like, that would, that would, they would spit on you in London <laughs> if you asked for a little discount. But I think it's overpriced <laughs> anyway. So look, nice to be here, man. Nice to nice to have you, Simon. Thanks for joining us. And you're a troublemaker on tour, comedian on tour at the minute. Uh, a lot of dates there. We'll we'll come to you know the tour in a bit, but I just want to get to know you a little bit first, if that's all right with you, Paul. Yeah, it sounds a bit creepy, but absolutely Does it? get to know me. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Only because you're in your bedroom. I think you've got the wallpaper behind you. I'm going to get to know you. First. I felt like I was yeah, being I suppose, groomed. Yeah, I, I, it's, it's, you're the first honest person to have said that to me. So um, it's, it's, it's got a slight groomy ring to it, probably yes. because we're online and not in <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I'm from Sheffield originally, um, and I've moved yeah. to Manchester. And, you know, the, yeah. the, the, I think the, the accent's merging a little bit. I'm not, I'm not sure if I'm too happy. A little, bit, a little bit, a little bit. Yeah, I was in Manchester. I studied up in Manchester. I lived in Manchester oh, for okay. years. Yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, mate. I'm interrupting. Is this is this is all getting to know you? This so. is all us getting Keep to know on. you, mate. This is all us getting to know you. So, um, <laughs> I, I've I've always wanted more comedians on the podcast because we we generally do music and that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, yeah. But I'm, I'm I, I did stand up for a year myself back in the day. Did I I yeah. didn't personally take to it. I didn't work hard enough on the material and realize how much of a fucking hard graft it is to get anywhere in comedy and how much commitment you have to have to it. When did you first? Um, realize yeah, that you know that that's the path for you. Yeah. <laughs> when did you first realize you had to work harder on your material? <laughs> <laughs> it was Christ. the interval of the first date of the talk. No, it is. <laughs> what's funny about stand up is it's little bit like watching an Olympic athlete do gymnastics yeah. because it's insanely hard to do, but the whole time you're doing it it has to come across as looking effortless yeah because it needs to be like a conversation it needs to be 
like uh, there's a bloke just chatting. Mm. I think that's why hecklers just think they'll just shout stuff because it just feels like there's a bloke talking. Mm. And um, it is amazing. I've sort of fallen in love with stand-up over the past couple of years because um, I always did characters. Mm. Lee, Lee Nelson, the South London, South London, he doesn't have a lot of time for Northerners, <laughs> uh, but, uh, uh, or Jason Bent, you know, the footballer, yeah. but, um, and it was, it's sort of, it's not, it is stand up, but it, it's, it's sort of halfway between stand up and sketch writing and comedy mm. writing, um, uh, and sketch comedy writing. But when you're doing stand up as yourself, which is which is what this troublemaker tour is, mm. it's Simon Broken Troublemaker. It's the yeah. first time we're getting out the characters, talking about real things, doing proper stand up. It is like a different skill. It is like, um, and, and and the essence has to be. And I wanted it to be truthful. I thought there's mm. no point in me saying lines that I could have said as Lee or because what what what's the point in doing it yeah. and so stand up i have the respect that i've got for stand up comedy has just as i've realized exactly as you said the work the effort the chiseling every joke's like this little you know little figurine that you're chipping away at and making it perfect and just when you got it suddenly the arm falls off and you got <laughs> and it's constantly and um it is it's it's amazing it's rewarding it's incredible um it's an, I'm, it's an amazing art form. I yeah. can say that we're in a music magazine, yeah. right? Uh, it is. It is amazing. And it does need to look effortless because if you look yeah. like you're trying, that's not what it's about. Uh, and obviously you get the odd stand of really like looks like them. Um, but I think at its best, it just feels like a bloke, a woman, yeah. a whoever being funny as themselves. <laughs> And that takes a lot of work to get there. Well, we we had Tom Bins on the podcast, uh, and he oh, yeah. he found it because he does characters, Ivan Brackleberry, and all yeah. that kind of stuff. And, and, yeah. and he found it a little. Uh, well, he mentioned that he found it quite hard to get the admiration over his peers because he was doing characters at the start, going straight right. and just doing it on stage without the characters and just doing it as your own name. How how, how did you find the transition yourself personally with that? The key is to never look for admiration from your peers. <laughs> That's not just comedy, humble, is it? That's in everything, I think. one mistake is looking. You want jealousy is what you want. No. Right. Um, uh, um, I, I know what he means. Um, I know what he means because it's sort of some people see when you do characters um, on stage, as in football, if someone grabs the ball and runs with it and throws it into the net. Mm. Like it's sort of cheating, like it's not proper. Yeah. And I get what I, mean. I I don't feel that. Of course I don't feel that. And I think to, what Tom does is absolutely brilliant. Um, but it is, it is totally different because first of all, there's just all this muscle memory of like everything, how you stand, how you hold the microphone, your very first interaction mm. that's been set over years and years and years. That's why it takes a long time to be a good stand-up. But of course, all that work early on, the first time I stood on stage was in character. Right. So all that, all that getting used to stuff, all my being, it's, it's, uh, it, 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 it's, it's like playing with your right foot your whole career and then mm. suddenly going, well, I'm going to try and with the left now. That is still football, mm. but I've got a lot of football analogies. But it is, but it is, uh, I'm allowed to now as a City fan. We can get into that more if you want. Um, but but it, it's it's the same sport, but it is so, such a different discipline. 
Yeah. And and that's been the learning curve that I've been on. So do you prefer doing the characters on stage or your own personal stuff? Um, so the character stuff is more immediate because mm. the second you step on stage, you've got the whole, it's like, uh, as Lee, I'll be, oh, how are yeah. you, you bunch of legends? And you're away. <laughs> yeah. And everyone knows. And it's a shortcut because you've got the shorts, you've got the cap. So everything is yeah. there. When you do stand up, it's more. It, it it's like um it's like it's it's instead of takeaway pizza, it's a five course different flavors. It takes a little more mm. getting used to, but the rewards are greater because I can make a connection. I'm talking about real things, like I'm talking about genuinely the time that my wife went away, yeah, and I realized that I that she's done all the childcare for the past ten years, <laughs> right? You know, I'm genuinely talking about, you know, what happened after the Donald Trump stunt and the the the, the hate that came my way from the KKK. Yeah. I'm genuinely talking about my fears about that as a Jew. I'm genuinely talking about this. My me and my mates are so useless. We never talk to each other about mm. anything meaningful. The only thing I know about them is their answer to hundreds of would you rather questions. So. <laughs> That, that there's a connection that you can get um which is uh becomes more than just entertainment you're sort of properly getting a bond with that person on stage and i think it can be richer experience because of yeah. that so what were you like at, at school growing up uh, you know you, you know you, you, what you, you've been named as this world-class <laughs> uh prankster uh in the past and stuff like that with all the things that you've done with trump um yeah. and said my personal favorite was a set set blatter one i just think that iconic picture of him with the money flow flying all over him was just iconic and just you know it it it, it, it did more than what anybody could say just that image of him just being surrounded by money and, you know, uh, everybody's got their opinions on set bladder and football and the evil stuff that goes on in the tower, in the ivory towers and all that kind of stuff around it. Yeah. Um, so what, Thank you, mate. Yeah, it was, um, it was a fun day at the office. Yeah, I can imagine. Well, <laughs> um, it, it's got to come from a brave place and that must come from, uh, were you brave at school? Were you a nightmare? Were you the kid at the back of the school? Just, you know. I was a bit of a nightmare at school. Um, I was doing the pranks then I was, well, look, it was, it was as any comedian, (laughs) you know, how you talk about some comedian, you'd be like, and some people just be like, he is the greatest (laughs) thing ever. And the people who don't like him don't just go, I don't think so. They go, are you just, how can you possibly find him funny? I hate (laughs) him. And that's the weird thing that stand up does mm. more than anything else, I think. But I'd be willing to hear other 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 art forms and say if they did. But stand up has this visceral feel. If you love them, you mm. love them. And if you don't, you just think, what are they doing? Because if someone's unfunny in your eyes, then they're yeah. standing there talking in the mic, just like, shut up. Yeah. And I think I sadly had that response from most people in my class from okay. absolute legend. You know, we got this guy makes our class. <laughs> to the people who are like, we cannot stand being with this person. We want to actively go about trying to change our class for next year. Um, so I split the crowd even then. Yeah. Um, I, I think, unfortunately, I think the legend crowd was probably, we're looking at 30% yes. versus the sort of 60% he's really getting on. The- <laughs> yeah. Has that, ever, has that ever bothered you, splitting the crowd in that way? 
Um, I, I, yes, but I think to, I think, um, um, so what is being interesting is first of all, uh, finding out recently that I've had a diagnosis of ADHD. Right. Okay. And, uh, an actual diagnosis, mm. you know, not, not when the people are like, oh, I'm, I think I'm a bit ADHD mm. and realizing that a lot of it comes from there, that inattention. And now it's dealt with totally different at school. Mm. Um, my wife's a teacher, so it's all, it's all helpful. And Mine too. Back in the day. Yeah. Say again. Mine too. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Entertainers. We need someone who's got <laughs> patience, right? Yes. Um, so um, realizing a lot of it came from that. And um, splitting the crowd, which is what you were asking me about. I think the more you're comfortable with that, the better you are as Mm. a performer, as an artist. And I think that's something I'm wanting to care. It's easy to say because everyone cares. Let's be honest. We all have a degree of if everyone's booing, we're going to care. It's never everyone. But I think the more you can ditch that, that Mm. because it's it it's a load of shit, isn't it? Of course, no one's going to like us. Of course, Mm. no one's going to like us personally, let alone professionally. And to strive to get that, which I've definitely been guilty of, Mm. is stupid because there's never going to be a point where everyone's going to like you anyway. So fucking get on with what you want to do. And the people who are going to like you, like you, and the people who aren't, but the, it, it, it's letting those negativities not affect you, yeah. which I think as a sensitive person is hard. And I think it's harder and harder in now because of social media, mm. because there will be everyone's opinion. Who cares about these people? That, you know, yeah. And I don't mean that in a disparaging way. Everyone's got a right to an opinion, yeah. but to start, giving their opinion more precedent and more importance than it should be, which obviously happens. Because let's say underneath someone wrote, uh, 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 you know, Michael McIntyre wrote, great joke, mate. Right. Mm. And then underneath that, some bloke with three followers wrote, (laughs) you're you're a fucking whatever. (laughs) Weirdly, why? There's something obviously about being a human that you it's almost like, oh my god, that bloke just—it's like it—it's it, ridiculous. But you care, and I think losing that makes you a better creative, a better artist, and it's something all of us could do with ditching. And I, and and I, I think the balance of social media at the moment has got it just so wrong. I just I I I don't know what can be done to freedom of speech, blah blah blah. But I don't get where hate became the currency, and where displaying your your you know your 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 disdain for something became like a project of project fear fear sells it makes people click stuff when they see something that they're scared of and there's too much of that in in the world and i think it's why i love doing podcasts so much because you know that everybody's making a decision on cancelling people within seeing a a two three second five second a minute clip of jimmy carr saying what he said the other day if you watched a full bit comedy bit that he did he starts off saying this is you know we're cheeky winks and this one's gonna get me cancelled it's well the whole bit is is well thought of and produced and was there to to challenge some people's mindsets around cancel culture and that kind of stuff in it in, in the cleverest way that you can do it by just staring them straight in the face and uh, and doing it straight to them 
I'm not wording this very well, but um, yeah, no, no, but, I, but, I know but, what you mean. But, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I think what you're trying to say, yeah, uh, is what the joy of a podcast is. You get room to breathe, you get room yes, to talk, you get to really it. get to know someone mm. and what someone's about. Um, and it's a it's a nice change from that social media of uh, people being outraged by something that by uh, forty four characters on a tweet when yes. when who gives a shit uh, and why yes. should you give a shit and project yeah. fears feeding into the media and you know the the conservatives want us to tighten us belts when they're going out spending loads of money all that kind of stuff and it's all hypocritical and it's all it's all a mess the online business it used to be it used to be really credible people that had a voice now everybody has and everybody thinks that they've got their own um opinion and they're entitled to it which they are but they're not entitled to name their opinions facts which a lot of people are guilty of and That's my little rant yeah. over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's a good... <laughs> You've been a good guest on the show. Thank you for coming, <laughs> Thank you, mate. I'll shut up. <laughs> no, not, not at all. It's interesting. It should be a conversation. That's yeah. the point of what you're just talking about with the yeah. podcast. And I, and, and I, and I, I agree with you. And I, th- I think what's, what's weird is how, yeah, hatred of something has become the, the currency that people want to share and yeah. how going i think this guy's a piece of shit mm. is something that people are really proud to say and other people go yeah i think he's a piece mm. of shit as well it's just it's it's very odd and it's a cliche to say but people don't do that in real life no people don't i mean it would be funny if they did <laughs> if it came up to you like, wank it in the street <laughs> no, it, would be, yeah. it would be entertaining I mean, you couldn't <laughs> walk, walk but honestly anyone who recognizes me well i don't bloody know because obviously i don't see the people who i don't let me know but there is a warmth there is a yeah. a even if i'm sure probably people don't necessarily love it but there is a, a, that but that just it's the opposite on yeah. uh on on socials so how how, how tough did you uh self uh, quality. Uh, how did you? Uh, so the new stand-up tour that you're doing yeah. now. How tough were you on yourself with the quality of it and being uh, editing and that kind of stuff and the process of writing? How? What was the process like for you? Uh, is it an hour set? It's usually an hour when you do a when you do a show. So what kind it of? What? Is I haven't got a support act, so yeah. um, budget cutbacks. Yeah. Uh, also, I like having that interplay with the audience straight mm. on, uh, straight away, and having that little breaking the ice with them. Um, I mean, having a support is great and it sort of elevates you to a sort of higher yeah. status when you do come on. Uh, but I'm keeping it raw, keeping it simple mm. for this. Um, it's two hours. So it's about what is wow. it about? It's about 30, well, it's about 35, 45 or 35, 50, that sort of thing. Right. Yeah. Um, interval. You've got, you've got to entertain yourself. Sorry. Yeah. 20 minutes. Uh, yeah. you've got a blumber in the toe. Um, and, Your and, struggles are getting yeah. back from barring Rotherham, mate, when you let him go sit bar in 20 minutes. You're going to have to... I got, I got their ticket money. I'm fine. If you want to <laughs> stay, enough. stay. If not, forget about it. The, the um, re- Really, the bar that has been set more by the person who I've been writing with, I want right. it to be... Because um, I'm writing with this guy called Luke Toulson, mm. and he is sort of my... Um, my my uh, Mr. Miyagi. Mm. Uh, in Karate Kid, he's going. I'm like, he's going. You wax on, I'm going, I wax on, wax off. Yeah. I'm going. Really, is this going to help? Um, uh, I mean, I'm waxing his testicles. He's telling me this <laughs> okay. is part of the process, but I am paying this. I don't know. So, um, but yeah, he is a connoisseur of stand-up. He is yeah. a lover of the art form, like no one I've ever met, and he is constantly trying to push me to go. 
that's hack. That's just mm. a dick joke. Why are you saying that? Why you need to leave that there? It's just, it's been a, it, 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 it's tough love because mm. he, he's, he's, he actually used to be a teacher. Right, so okay. um, there's already a tension there between yeah. the person who got suspended yes. from school and the person who needed to keep control of the class. Yeah. Um, and, but he has been the sort of person who's been trying to remind me of what needs to be done and what should be the standard for someone who's trying to be, you know, very good at this um, mm. stand up. It was, it was, yeah, without him, I'll be coming on, wiggling my dick about. You know, pay. <laughs> I won't. It's first twenty minutes um, hard. It's <laughs> twenty minutes. Look, everyone. Me. <laughs> Luke's not here. Me. <laughs> so, um, um, and there is, I, like, I have a, an immaturity. I have a, you know, and that that and and and, and um, you know, a, a, and a silliness, and yeah. to me, which is great, but it needs to be something that is bringing something to the party. It's going to be a dick joke. It needs to be a damn good dick joke. Yeah. That's the sort of person I'm working with. eh? (laughs) So how long did it take to write and and prepare? Did you do the smaller clubs and, you know, testing it? Did you, did you go down that kind of route? This is the hard work that you were talking about earlier. That you you need to work it and work it and work it. Mm. Club after club after club. Um, Tonight, because I'm already starting working on some new stuff uh, because this tour is now set and there's yeah. nothing more thrilling for a stand-up than writing new. Mm. Uh, I don't know whether it's the same for musicians in a band, but that's yeah. new where you think, is this going to be good? Uh, and I guess what's interesting with comedy as opposed to music, you instantly get an answer. Yeah. Whereas with the music, who... Uh, you can you know, do it again. Uh, it, it's um, Musicians get easy. I've got to get this off my chest. They go out, they just play their same song, <laughs> bring it on, Year yeah. after year, if we do the same joke, we, we get booed off. If they yeah. don't do the same song, they get booed off. Yeah, okay, the, anyway. the, yeah, that, that is a weird. That, that's the main difference between music and comedy, isn't it? Fascinating, is it? Familiarity yeah, is what people want, whereas yeah. the joke is the art of the surprise. Yeah. They get it easy, wow. mate. <laughs> um, so, so, so um, yeah, you've got to work up, work up, work up. I don't yeah. know exactly how long. Um, and also changed after COVID because um, there was this big hiatus and some of the stuff just didn't make sense anymore. And that's mm. the other thing about stand-up. It just has to be right for that time, for that moment. Um, and um, yeah, who is? <laughs> so um, yeah, some, suddenly the things just didn't feel right. It just didn't have yeah. that sense. And you have to talk about COVID, but you don't want to do it too much. I've, I'm referencing it, but I'm not going overboard because everyone's a bit yeah. bored of it, you know. But um, equally, if you don't even say anything about it, it's like, what? Where's he been? Yeah. So, um, so yeah, troublemaker on tour. So, why? The, what, where did the name come from then? Yeah, the first name of your first tour is always a tricky one. Yes. Troublemaker just seemed to be the thread that ran through the whole thing because yeah. whatever I was talking about from early life to stunts to being a parent mm. to hanging out with my mates, there was a common theme of being a troublemaker yeah. across the whole thing. Mm. And so that just seemed to encapsulate everything. And um, I think it probably does encapsulate everything I've ever done and maybe mm. ever will do. Um, I mean, troublemakers probably more gentle terms yeah. instead of what the CIA were calling me when I hurled Nazi golf balls around the president. <laughs> I watched that America. earlier again today, just to just to remind me how, how remind myself how brilliant that was. 
Oh, thank you, mate. Yeah, he, he he's a troublemaker. That's for sure. No, I think um, a um, uh, a fucking criminal was probably what yeah. was going through their mind. But yeah, so that was that was the thing that 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 carried the sort of um, yeah that cross pollinated the whole mm. thing. Yeah, and who doesn't want to see a show called Troublemaker? And what a what a massive tour it is! It, within this podcast, I'm going to put a link to your ticket so oh, thanks, um, so people can grab a ticket. Just for example, you've got Rotherham on the 19th, Scunthorpe yeah, on Rotherham. the 20th. Rotherham, uh, Rotherham. I have, that's a new show in Rotherham. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. That's not an extra show. Yeah, I mean it's an extra show, but sometimes I'm going back to Rotherham. Yeah. Hands up, held back from going there the first time. My loss coming back there now. <laughs> the birthplace of my grandpa- grandparents. They like you there. You know, they're down, they're down to earth. They like, uh, they, yeah. they like, they like, they like a, a real conversation. They're, they're sick of all the bollocks going out in the world. I think they'll really right. enjoy uh, how honest and um, just how um, you know hardworking you are on this tour. I think they'll, I think they'll really enjoy um, how hard you work as a comedian. And I've seen little clips of your tour as well. And I, I, I just yeah, think, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just think it'll work well in Rotherham and, and why Great, not man. buy a ticket? Be there, He's got a brilliant work ethic. <laughs> brilliant. brilliant. <laughs> Is there... loads of jokes, yes. you, and, and that's one thing yeah. to emphasize. It's obviously, I could, I've talked, yeah, I've talked potential pretentious bollocks. It's funny. That's the main thing yes. you've got to do as a comedian. And it's, it's funny. And there's been a, 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 a you know, comedy was hit so hard during the pandemic, and yeah. uh, one of one of the hardest hit industries. Industries, I think there, there was no canaries down the mine telling people and and sticking it up to the powers that be and telling and reminding us that you know life doesn't have to be the way that we see on social media. There's a real uh, you know energy about comedians that are coming back now after COVID that are just yeah, really uh, thriving cool, at the minute. I love it. Yeah, we, we eat out to help out. Uh, we should have had have a giggle um you know have a giggle to help out is what should have been <laughs> happening but um yeah it is mad it was shut down as one comic said stand-up comedy was illegal you know yeah. that's pretty mad and mm. it was it was shut in the house i had to get to know my kids yeah um which was nice uh <laughs> but it was it was it was a shut shop uh yeah. and now it's all happening back on so and and um actually omicron's been all right to me because yeah. it started up just as the end just as the first leg was ending and now, thank fuck, it's fading just as the second leg is beginning. So, um, cheers, Omicron. I don't know whether they're <laughs> Well, you know, thanks for joining us on the podcast today. Um, you're very brave. I, I love how brave you are. Just all, all, just thanks, revisiting the, your, your stunts and stuff uh, just over the years has brought entertainment to millions of people. Now you're, now you're yeah. treading the boards, boards doing your stand-up. I am, you know, yeah. get, your send, get your send a ticket everybody there's a link in this podcast simon Thank mate you. really appreciate your time and uh, enjoy Pleasure. the rest of your night where and else good luck. Combo? i've got rotherham and where else is there is, is, next is, next few after that yet. you've got uh, scunthorpe on the 20th liverpool yeah. 23rd 24th ipswich okay. and then it just goes on pretty much the there whole country mate bring it on mate <laughs> thanks Take again enjoy the rest of your night Pleasure. cheers Bob. Yeah, thanks, Simon. Thanks for your patience when Zoom let me down again. I'm going to have to look for something else than Zoom. It keeps crashing. Is anybody else having that? What else? What other platform can I use? Um, kind of defaulted to Zoom. Open to new ideas. It's getting on my tits. So, yeah, great guy. Thanks, Simon, for joining us. Really appreciate it. Catch him on his tour. Troublemaker is in Rotherham this week, ladies and gentlemen. People of Yorkshire, we're calling you at the Rotherham at the Civic on the 20th in Scunthorpe, 23rd in Liverpool at Hot Water, 
24th in Ipswich. He's all over the country, ladies and gentlemen. Within the link of this podcast, uh, in the description of this podcast, is a link to his tour. Grab a ticket, guys. I'm going to take him up on his offer as a ticket as well. I'm going to support the boy. Very brave guy. And thanks again for joining us, Scott Brodin. Cheers, mate. So, yeah, that's another episode of the podcast on a Sunday. Ooh. I don't know what day I'm going to do it next week. It'll be Sunday or Monday. Uh, but you've subscribed anyway, so it's going to drop into your device whenever. Hopefully you can pick it up and listen a bit sooner, because, you know, Sundays are um, a less stressful day to Monday. That, that's the thought behind it. You know, people have got a lot on Mondays. I've never enjoyed Mondays, or people telling me what to do on Mondays. And, you know, do this, do, listen to this podcast, blah, blah, blah. Let's chill. It's Sunday now. It's our time. Thanks, guys. So, yeah, RGM. Loads going on in the magazine. RGM.press. Come and join us. Come and say hello. If you're in a band, submit your music. We're here for you. Join us in the week on our socials. My name's Carl Maloney. It's been a beautiful um, episode, spending my time with you. I appreciate each and every one of you for being there. And we'll see you very soon. Welcome to RGM. Are you in a band? Come and join us. Simply click on the RGM submission page, submit your music, and we'll sort the rest. Hello. Did you know that you can support our podcast in many ways? Within the description of this podcast, you will see a list of all the equipment that we use. These are Amazon affiliate links. Clicking on these links take you to Amazon. If you buy whatever you're planning that week, we get a small kickback and you get a parcel at no extra cost. We would really appreciate your support. Or you can just go old school and donate a pound or whatever you feel is appropriate in there. Please subscribe. Tell a friend about our show. And thank you for your support. And we'll see you next week.